Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us through your word, 
allowing us to share, Lord Father, and fellowship together with you and your word, Lord Father, as we commune together and break bread together. Father, we thank you, Lord Father, for you are an almighty God. You are our, our, our Savior. You are our sovereign ruler over the earth, Lord God. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your will. We thank you for our King, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit, which leads and guides us through all truths. Father, there's a lot of changing that we need to do inside our hearts, inside our minds, Lord God. As you begin to reveal your scriptures to us over the, the decades and over the years, Lord Father, that we study. Father, your word is alive. And I know we have to repent, Lord Father, because what it is that we have in our hearts is evil. We can devise the wickedest of plans against our brothers and sisters and against you. Father, forgive us, Lord Father, for the things we think, the things we say, and the things we do. Father, it's only through love that you gave your Son to die for our sins And it's through that same love That we're supposed to die for our brothers Father in Jesus name We stand before you As you see Christ Not as, as you see us Allow your word to cleanse us And purge us And remove every Thought and desire That puffs itself up Against the knowledge of God Father we thank you Amen. Amen. You know, I was studying. It was really interesting. I went back in Kings and Chronicles and things like that, and I was studying because there is something um, that I was dreaming about. I woke up, went back to sleep, and I was just reflecting on something. What was what, what's missing? What's missing when it comes to? To, to the word of God that people seem to run from or elude. What, why don't we understand what Christ was talking about? Why don't we understand what the kingdom of God is? And, 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 and why are, are we continuing to satisfy our own selves using Jesus as a means to do it? You know, I began to read in the scriptures, and I read many scriptures today, and I'm going to read some of those for you today because I want you to get an understanding that and when the prophecies was fulfilled uh, um, was pointing to the direction of Christ which we talked about on Thursday now, but what does it mean for you that you are in Christ what does it mean I read something in, in John chapter 6 where we're going to build our foundation upon is John chapter 6 verses 14 and 15 and then, and then once I read this scripture a lot of other things started to make sense, just like the, the word is, is, is cleverly put together and orchestrated by God. It says, then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth that prophet should come unto the world. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force, to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. 
when I read that, it, 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 it just amazed me. It kind of floored me. They were going to take Jesus by force. Oh, my God, this is good already. They were going to take Jesus by force and make them his king. Because cause what they thought the coming king was supposed to do was to give them, oh, oh we're, going to, we're going to get into this, was to give them a Davidic covenant and power over their captors. They were going to give them the power over the captives, and, and, and they thought that that was the reason Jesus had came to restore a natural kingdom unto them. So when they began to, they began to uh, 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 look at Jesus differently when that's not what he came to do. See, great misunderstandings with the message Jesus preached concerning the kingdom of God still remain a mystery. They remain a mystery even to those professing to hold great understandings about God. Those that profess to hold great understandings about God's kingdom, those that profess to hold up great understandings about Jesus, the church, and everything else. They, they, these, these little hidden jewels and gems still elude them because they're not understanding the prophecy or the beginnings. So how, therefore, can you understand the endings is where we kind of get off track. See, most misunderstandings are concerning the timing an operation of God's kingdom. See, we may understand what it is as being the will of God, but as I began to read, I also understand that it's about the presence of God. You know, when I sat there looking at the sky and things like that, I realized that we are being judged. We are being judged. We're being judged for everything we do and everything we say and everything we think. We're being judged. And I, I got that revelation or, or that understanding because there were two, it seemed to be, identical stars in the sky last night before the clouds covered over. It, it almost seemed as if it was two eyes peering out of the clouds looking down. And I, I looked, I just stared at him for a minute and just started talking to God. And I realized that we are being judged. See, we discount the fact that we're being judged because we feel that we can say and do anything and maybe repent later or just say I'm sorry and it's over with. But not understanding that one, repentance means changing your mindset. What I understand about mindset, see, you can hear the word of God being preached, but until your mind is renewed, your actions never change. Until your mind is different, your actions will remain the same. So if you're consistently doing things the opposite of what God says, your mind has not been renewed yet. You only think of things of God. That's pretty powerful to say, because if your actions still reflect, as the Bible says, that of your father, the devil, which means that you're still sinning and doing things bad and, and, and evil towards your brothers and sisters and, and, and everything else, and that means that you have not yet been renewed. Therefore, you can draw the conclusion that you don't yet understand the kingdom of God. It's about timing. It's about operation. See, outside the fact that many churchgoers are seeking the same as religious, uh, high, that the religious hierarchy sought and most people sought in Jesus' time. 
You got to remember, Jesus' ministry was three and a half years. That was it. How long have we been in ministry? I know for a fact, Kingdom Life Ministry, we've been in the ministry for what, over 10 years now? Since Hinesville? And but actually before Hinesville, in Newberry, South Carolina. So we've been in ministry for a long time. Many of us have been in church all of our lives. But see, what we were being taught is to seek the promises under the Davidic covenant. I was reading some things, and we're going to read some things today about David. And every time I read it, I have to chuckle because if you picture what David did and why God passed over him for building a, a temple to store God's ark or, you know, the ark, then, then you would, it's funny because David had God's ark in, in a tent, but David lived in a palace. In that ark, God's covenant was in a tent. But David lived in a palace. But a lot of us do that today. We seek our palaces. But we keep Jesus in a tent. Oh, this is good stuff. See, see, most people, and the reason why it, beginning, it, it still remains foreign to people is because most people want a Christ to fit their description of a natural king, to align them with a natural understanding of a king. The spiritual king, Jesus, was and the way he was and is still escapes people because a spiritual king, as the Bible says, is an enemy against your natural mind. So let's start. Let's let's begin again, again. See, you got to remember what they were looking for. Matthew chapter two, verses one and two. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the. It don't say three, do it? It says wise men from the east of Jerusalem, saying, "Where is he that is born king of the Jews?" For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. But you got to remember, what questions were they asking Jesus? Well, what did they say? Whose son is he? This is important. you got to look at this. They were asking over and over again, whose son is he? You know why? Because he was addressed as the son of David, Matthew 9 and 27. When Jesus departed there, two blind men followed, crying and saying, You are the son of David, have mercy on us. Why are they calling him the son of David? And it's not just there. you got to also look, um, when Jesus healed a, a demon-possessed man, who was blind and mute, what did, what did he say? Matthew 22 and 23. Then he was brought to him, one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed them, he healed him, 
so that the blind and dumb both spoke and saw. Interesting. It says him. Singular. But blind and dumb spoke. And the people were amazed. And said, is this not the son of David? Let me tell you, let's go back. Let's go. Let's get on David a little bit. Let's talk about David. Because you have to understand David to understand exactly what it's speaking about. David's covenant was over Israel. God promised David that his covenant was going to be promised to his seed. Y'all got to get this. Let's read something. I want you to read something. Psalms 89 speaks on this. It says, I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant, my seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. My loving kindness will I keep for him forevermore. And my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever. I got to stop right here because if you remember correctly and you read your Bible, you understand that David's kingdom was overthrown. Am I right? So if David's kingdom was overthrown, how is it that David's kingdom is going to be established forever? See, natural and spiritual. Natural and spiritual. David's kingdom was given to Christ so that in David's seat, as we're going to read in scriptures, there shall be a seed of David forever. Let me finish this scripture. This is good. And his throne, as in the days of heaven, if his children forsake my law, and walk not in my ordinance, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then I will visit their transgressions with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. But my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him. So that means they're going to be, they're going to be chastised or punished for their disobedience, but God will not stop loving them. You see that? Oh, this is good. Okay, let's keep going. Nor alter the thing that is going out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever. And his throne, as the sun before me, it shall be established forever as the moon, as the faithful witness in the sky. See, what you have to understand about David is that there was a promise regarding his posterity and his throne. But because we don't understand that it was past, we still look for the promises under David. Do you feel me? So while we're still trying to fulfill a Davidic covenant, God has already fulfilled the Davidic covenant. And it passed the kingdom torch, so to speak, to Jesus Christ. So, But one of the things that happens is we continue to begin 
to look for these, these, these mere promises about natural existences. We can't understand Jesus' existence or his kingdom or the message because Jesus spoke over and over again saying, my kingdom of God is not from here, right? So if Jesus keeps telling you that my kingdom is not from here, my kingdom is not from here, why do we keep trying to put it here on earth? That has nothing to do with the rain. Now, you have to understand also, we all agree that spirits is not a physical body, right? Right? Spiritual is not a physical body. Matter of fact, let's do this. Let's do what Jesus says. Jesus says, in my Father's house, there are what? Many mansions. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. So, if in his Father's house, there are many mansions, then why do we continue to look for mansions here? Let's pull the scripture up. Because I need you to see this. In my father's house, there are many mansions. It's in John chapter 14. John chapter 4. Oh, here it is right there. John chapter 14 and 1. He said, let your heart not be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. In my father's house are many mansions. For if it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye be also. And I go, and whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not where you go. How can we know where you go? And how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And henceforth, ye know him and seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father and suffice us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet thou does not know me? Philip? And then he have I been with you so long, and you still don't know who I am? He that's seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou, show us the Father? Believe thou not that I am the Father, and the Father in me? The words I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but of the Father that dwelleth in me. And he doeth the works. So all the things like we just read and we the miracles Jesus did, Jesus said, 
My father is doing these works. It's not me doing them. So we get this misconception again about the spiritual and natural existence because we have the power that's given of God to do things here on earth. We think that it's us. Look on TV, there's a whole bunch of ministries that's professing man and not professing God. See, we have to understand about what it takes, understanding first that the kingdom of God means God's will and presence. Not just will, but it's presence. God's presence, God's presence, God's presence. That means that God is in charge. God is sovereign. Now, man, we make decisions based on our appearance and our sovereignty, not God's. See, understanding that is pivotal, and it's a great place to start when you start to read the Bible and everything in the Bible, even as we're going back to David to understand what what was said about or what was done in David's covenant that was fulfilled. See, David had this godly ambition, natural godly ambition, to build a temple. David was David would build a temple, but his temple was he put in a tent. He put in a tent so and he lived in the mansion. Now watch this. Then he called for Solomon his son and charged unto him. Build a house unto the Lord of Israel. And David said to Solomon, I'm sorry, I'm in uh, uh, 1 Chronicles uh, um, 22 and 6. <clears throat> and he said, where I leave off at? But the word of the Lord came to me saying, Thou hast shed blood abundant. Let me back up one. I'm going to go to verse 7. And David said unto Solomon, My son, as for me, it was mine to build a house unto the name of the Lord my God. But the word of God came to me, saying, Thou hast shed blood abundantly, and hast made great wars. And thou shalt not build a house unto my name, because you shed too much blood on the earth in my sight. Behold, a son shall be born to thee who shall be a man of rest. And I will give him rest from all his enemies round about, and his and his name shall be Solomon. I will give peace and quietness to Israel in his days. And he will build a house for my name. And he shall be my son, and I will be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Okay, so now we would think that, okay, since Solomon's natural uh, kingdom didn't last, then we would think that it would be over. That's why they asked Jesus, whose son are you? They kept asking him, Who, whose, son, whose son are you? See, it was time for a restoration, a restored kingdom. John chapter 6 and 14. 
Then those men had seen the miracle that Jesus did. He just got finished feeding 5,000. And, and what better king that we can have that gives us stuff, right? He must be the king. He just performed a miracle and fed 5,000 people with two loaves of bread, with fish and two loaves of bread. So they said, this is the truth that a prophet is coming to the world. But that Jesus didn't come to restore this Davidic dynasty. See, they desired the appearance of the son of David because they were hoping to restore the kingdom of Israel under David, what was given to David. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15. The Lord your God shall rise up to you a prophet from the middle of you, of your brothers, like to me, to him you shall listen, according to all that you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of my the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And the Lord said to me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken to you. I will raise up a prophet from among their brothers like to you and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them and I shall command him and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not listen to my words which he speaketh, I will require it of him. He's talking about Christ talking about Christ. We just read what Jesus said. If you don't know me, Philip, the words that I say, I'm commanded to say. See, the disciples identified Jesus as the prophet to whom of Moses in the law and the prophets wrote about Jesus, the son of who? Watch this. Oh, my God, this is good. Here is why they kept asking Jesus who he was. Philip finds Nathaniel in John 1 and 45. Philip finds Nathaniel and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Is he not the carpenter's son? Y'all remember these, these sayings. Is he not the carpenter's son? They didn't believe. They did not believe because they were still waiting for the divinity covenant to be fulfilled even though it already was. Oh, wow, this is good. This is good. Jesus left. Because they were going to force him to be a king. They were going to force Christ to be a king. But when you start to understand that the misunderstandings in the Bible are based on timing. Timing. So there are many out there now that still living under a fulfilled promise. Jesus said, I didn't come to do away with that. I came to fulfill it. Jesus is yet, the kingdom to come 
is Jesus fulfilling the forever kingdom. But as spirits, spirits don't need unnatural existence. It's a spiritual existence. So what does it mean, will and presence of God? What this understanding is not and what most ascertain is being satisfied with a simple understanding that in Christ means the fulfillment of promises under David, under the covenant God made with David. But you've got to understand the Davidic covenant, uh, covenant to understand what the scripture was saying, what we just read um, in Psalms. What we just, here we go, here goes something. Solomon was promised a throne to be established forever. David was, pro, was promised posterity, a throne, and a kingdom established forever. The promise is clear that the throne was passed to Solomon. So David's posterity was never abolished. It is clear that David's posterity should be through the line of Solomon. So the major concern is that we have to understand the physical descendants of David and the spiritual descendants of the line of David. Wow, this is good. Matter of fact, let's finish reading this. Let's finish reading this. Psalms 20, 20, 89. Uh, it says, Then I will visit there my transaction with the rod, and their iniquity with stripes, but my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor after the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established forever as the moon, and as the faithful witness, as the faithful witness in the sky. See, there's a problem that we begin to understand, and we can see in Luke chapter one. Verse 31 through 33, it says, Listen, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will give him the throne of his father David. He will give him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will be never end. Not David's kingdom. Oh, my God, this is good. He said, I will give him. See, what was, what was promised to David? What were the things that was promised to David? Posterity? Money? Uh, they, they include a, a kid? Yet to be born, who shall exceed him and establish his kingdom, build a temple instead of David, uh, shall be established forever. It won't be taken away from him, uh, um, even though the sins justify the, the what God was doing. 
and David's house, throne, and kingdom shall be established forever. Now, the Solomon was promised a throne that will be established forever. To David uh, um, was promised a, a, a posterity, a throne, a kingdom. Uh, um, the promise is clear that the throne was passed from David through Solomon, so David's posterity would never be abolished. But when we just read in John, it just said what? I will give the throne of David to who? To Jesus. Luke 1, 31 to 33. Oh, this is good. Matthew chapter 1 and 1, and we're almost done. This is the record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Huh? How about that? You remember we did the genealogy study? Y'all remember we did that long time ago? And, and we broke down and, and, and we, we, we uh, uh, trans, uh, we not translated, yeah, we translated all the words, remember? And it said that it was all of the words were pointing to the coming of Jesus Christ. It was, it was, and God shall be their people. I can't remember it. But I'll find it, and I'll make sure if you guys want it, I'll get it to you. But but remember that, that whole, the, every name that was in the genealogy of Jesus, we translated the names. I'll go back, and I'll do it again on Thursday. We'll, we'll start with that. But see, that's where we end up messing up at. We end up looking for a Davidic promise. That means wealth, posterity. And we don't look for the spiritual kingdom of Christ. We don't look for our spiritual cleansing. We don't look for spiritual healing. We don't look for um, just being in Christ and being strengthened. We don't look at the fact that Paul was in prison when he said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me, which means that no matter what situation we get into, Christ is going to be our king. We don't understand that what it means to mean that Jesus has brought us from darkness to light. That means Jesus is my king. That means that when my mind is renewed and my mind is trans, uh, renewed and transformed, that means my actions start to, my mind starts to rule my actions. That means Jesus is my king. When I begin to treat people with the same loving kindness as Jesus did, Jesus is my king. And when I start to do and I start to read in the scriptures and understand that Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God, then Jesus is my king. Which means that when Jesus returns, we will reign with Christ because Jesus is my king. Our reigning doesn't mean that we're going to be king. It means the same thing as if David was reigning and his throne, oh, this is good, and his throne was the one that was on, his, 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 David was on the throne. That means that Israel reigned. You see that? Israel was reigning. David was on the throne. That means Israel was reigning with David. Now, was it was every one of them kings? No, David was. David was king. And Israel, they were looking for Israel to return. They were looking for the restoration of, 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 of Jesus to the throne. They were going to force him to be king so that they can have the natural posterity that David had. 
Start looking for Jesus as your spiritual king. Renew your mind. Read your word. Let it transform your actions. That way your actions become works. Or works become actions, whichever way you want it. But then you begin to do it not because the word says so. You do it because the word is written on your heart. Like the Bible, like we just read, that out of his mouth, my words are going to come. Oh, this is good. See, however the understandings of David Covenants hold their value, we have to understand that the doctrine Jesus preached concerning God's kingdom and his future reign on earth was described to us and his timing, even in, in the Daniel's dream. So why begin again and again to look at David's covenant? Because it holds a key to understanding that the natural kingdom promised under David is different than uh, um, and superseded by a spiritual kingdom under Christ. This is where we fall short. See, we look for the materialization of a natural kingdom under David. The Bible says, Matthew 6 and 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. God knows that you need things. He knows that you need to eat. And he'll provide that for you. See, one thing that you have to look at being a child and being childlike is this. If your child comes to you, now think about this. You have a child. I have one, five years old. The rest of them are teenagers and everything else. They pretty much can fend for themselves, but the food is going to be provided for them to eat. You understand that? Well, when my daughter comes to me at five years old, or even my, my oldest daughter, other daughter, comes and says, Daddy, I'm hungry. What is she asking? Can you feed me? Not can, feed me. You see that? Feed me. It's totally different than having to worry about getting fed. She doesn't worry about tomorrow. She doesn't think about tomorrow unless it's going somewhere or something. But her concern is right now. Father, we're hungry. Father, feed us. Oh, this is good. Father, feed us. The renewing of your mind changes your actions. But if you have the same actions, your mind hasn't been renewed. Make Jesus your king. Renew your mind. Start studying the word so you can understand the way you're supposed to treat people. The way you're supposed to love people. The way you're supposed to act. Because if it's based off the actions that we've done, we don't treat people very well. Because we treat people based off our emotions and how we feel. Not how they're supposed to be treated. So this day make Jesus your king. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word, we thank you for your wisdom. And we come to you, Lord God, we're asking you to feed us. Father, we're hungry. We're hungry, God. We're hungry, God. 
Father, we ask that you continue to show us the error of our ways, Lord God. Reveal it to us. Help us to understand, Lord Father, that you have given us a, a king after your own heart. Father, so often we look for material pleasures, and we, we need a place to blame our greed on, so we blame it on you. We preach about what we can have, what we can get, what we want. But sometimes we never preach about what you want. Father, your word says obedience is better than sacrifice. That means that if we're obedient and our mind is renewed, then things start to happen because our actions are renewed. We gain the wisdom that you have given us. We start to, to understand more of our finances. We, we stop being less greedy and needy, and we, 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 we start taking actions for ourselves. Father, you have given us everything for life and godliness. Feed us how to use it. Feed us how to use it. Feed us how to use it. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all. Thank you for joining and listening and tuning and sitting here. And I just encourage you to stay in God's will. Amen. Make this fire.